0: Scratch scratch your the podcast where we debate which track to scratch off some of the most known and unknown albums of all time.
1: We live in an era of singles. This is an album. People no longer listen to an album for the work it truly is. It kind of defines a band. It's just not something that people relate to
0: nowadays. We've all gotten the dreaded... Started out as a game. Which track, track, track on the album would, would, would you scratch out, out if you had to? Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Scratch the Track podcast, presented by the Dude and Grim Show, and co-produced by Mister Ivest. I am the Dude, and I am
1: Grim. And today we are going to do something that we're going to start as a bit of a tradition. I hope. And we are going to talk about our favorite winter albums. Tis the season. Yeah. So um, uh, we're each going to take five and see take five. if we have to maybe bring some of our honorable mentions into the list due to a tie. I don't know. I don't know Just if we'll have it. time. So with that, yeah. dude,
0: number one winter album. Number one winter album. So... We did do the fall albums. Yeah. This was we, with our pumpkin spice lattes. I think this is more gingerbread latte kind of season
1: here. I was thinking Gingers, a bourbon drink, but yeah. Ginger snap. But whatever. hey, and if you um, check out the fall ones, that would be probably a good time to go
0: ahead and... Like, like subscribe, and comment below. Um, so the first couple here, I think, are sort of obvious. Um, this is one I know that is near and dear to both of our hearts, Mr. Grimm, and I do have it on vinyl, and that is the classic... Wish You Were Here. Can I just see the real um, cover? I mean... No, because it's going to take too long. Oh, to uh, okay. That's what she said.
1: Well, I wish... Um, I, maybe we can do the thing like we're shaking hands on fire.
0: <laughs> sort of like that. I do like uh, But yeah, I chose chose. Wish You Were Here. I mean, I, I, Pink Floyd to me and that sort of kind of darker, more introspective sort of music yep. is something I really associate when it comes to, to winter uh, winter albums dude like driving Whereas, in
1: know, a car when the snow's falling will welcome the machine is just like ripping. yeah, yeah i get it yeah oh, and, man, the, and even the just, beginning those little synth drops if you turn up shine oh, on a crazy dime they're like little snowflakes
0: diamond. man oh totally yeah that's exactly what it is exactly so all right what do you got grim what's your first one
1: for my first one um it may surprise you i wish i had this on vinyl i don't i probably have the cd back somewhere but, um, and this is not probably the one you would think, but that is embryonic by the flaming lips. Interesting. Yeah, okay. now I'm sure that you would have thought Yoshimi, but to me, <clears throat> Yoshimi is more associated with springtime, like in the morning of the Magicians, like as the snow is yeah, melting, the or birds, and, yes. yeah, the birds
0: chirping and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: So embryonic to me, though, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because that's when I started listening to it, but to me, it is just yeah. it's real, like kind of desolate and just out there.
0: Sure, yeah, no, I i could definitely see that one. I think the one memory I always have with Yoshimi is when we were driving back from spring break in that snowstorm and we were listening to Yoshimi, but so then it was like that.
1: probably we were coming out of it during the morning
0: of the magicians and then you know, pretty much that was that was a rough. I one. don't know, um, <clears throat> I don't know, we don't know yet. Um, number two is also another one that's fairly obvious, and that is Radiohead's Kid A. Um, again. A lot of darkness, a lot of introspection. Dude, stuff. the imagery of the mountains and the imagery. I mean, that's look at. I mean, you really yeah. can't get more than that. Um, and that's kind of when I know you and I really started getting into them, was probably late fall in that. Yeah, that I feel of like it came out college.
1: earlier, but yeah, that's the time. And, yeah. and dude, like, um, I also feel like uh, the for some reason with the sounds in the song "Kid A, I I can just it's like you can feel the snow coming down. And it yeah, reminds definitely. me a little bit of the Nutcracker um, of the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies, <laughs> yeah. just the way that, you know, and and yep. that's definitely a winter thing. So winter. Definitely.
0: All right. What do you got?
1: Well, at this point, I'm going to have to blow the siren um, oh, because
0: over that, over
1: my good man, was my next one I Have the double oh, seven incher, but Kid me, A was my yeah, next one, so... With that in mind, mm-hmm. I'm going to head then in, yeah. and kind of call an audible there. Okay. And my next one then would be Polygondwana Land by Ooh. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, man.
0: Dude, it's just You know what I'm saying? It has a lot of Lincoln. darkness yeah, and a
1: lot of, uh, you know...
0: It does. It goes to those places. The crumbling castle. Oh man, it's just dude. It's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal album. Yep. Yeah. Um. We should also take this moment. Obviously, you've already like, like and but uh, definitely let us know. You know, one like what your guys like albums are. Do you have ones you gravitate towards like sort of seasonally? Because I know for us, Grim, the fall really seemed to be more acoustic kind of driven, right? Winner's almost kind
1: of weirdly electronic, you know, like there's other, uh, for some reason, and I don't know why, but my next
0: one will contradict that very statement. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a, uh, there is that electronic feel, maybe a little more space and stuff, but that's when oh, I do gravitate dude. towards the Pink Floyd's and the Radioheads. Oh, yeah. Really, you know, I mean, dude, the space. I, I could have picked Dark Side. I think Animals we've talked I, about. I know Metal even like there's just yeah. certain albums that I mean just really go with that. Adam Hart, one, Mother, Cousin. <sighs> Ooh, Adam Hartmother. The next one we have actually done a scratch a track episode on. Oh boy, and it may not be an obvious. One, but when I first heard it, it was wintertime, and that is actually the Shins wincing the night away.
1: I almost put that one on my honorable mention list and I totally get why, especially with um Black Wave the for first. some
0: reason. Oh, okay. Black See, to Wave me, the first the first song Yeah, me, the like, first,
1: yeah, sleeping lessons, but, yeah, for sure.
0: <clears throat> but um the story of that is is that it was over like Christmas break or something, and Jake Perry had like a bootleg copy of it. Before it even got released, and we, we listened to it like over Christmas. That's uh, so sweet. I just kind of associated with with that. Yeah, um, sure. You know, I will say with the songs. What is it like Australia? Yeah, and, so I know what um, you mean. Th- those are a little summery, cause dude. They are a little enough beat, of them are dark enough family. where I think. It- yeah, the second half of the album is pretty mm-hmm. pretty slow and, and dark. It is so. Those are my first three that I do have all on vinyl. Okay. next to, I don't. So what do, you, what do you got next, Grim? This one, I
1: don't know if you've listened to this record. I actually would like to do a scratch on it, and this was something my lovely wife picked up. <clears throat> and Ooh. that is the Oh, the Fleet Foxes. The self-titled Fleet Foxes album. And there's something about it where to me it like i could view it as like a winner in the mountains because they there's a lot of imagery in it to like the blue ridge mountains of tennessee and okay. but dude just that initial track sun it rises it's like this it's very acoustic but the vocals just have this space behind them that you could just like hear echoing through these snowy mountains and i, right. I, I don't know why there's no story about me getting into this in the winter But, man, I could see in a winter sunrise, dude, that sun, it rises, that first track, man.
0: Just sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go with my number four, and I think this one is definitely a curveball. Um, And that is by we don't do a whole lot of rap on this this, uh, podcast. Christmas on Death Row. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) Um, This would be Atmosphere's album, The Family Sign. I, dude, I don't even know if you're familiar with that one
1: I'm not I I tend to gravitate more toward his early stuff I was thinking you was, were going God loves ugly on this uh, one but
0: no I wasn't um, this <laughs> one came out in 2011 and, and I didn't um, what I like about it though is it it's not a very aggressive album and it has a lot of uh he utilizes a lot of piano in the album which for me certain certain piano parts and sounds I, i you know i can kind of feel in the winter but there's also a song uh on the album i think it's the third track it's called uh became and it has a real sort of darker feel and it's he uses uh i mean i i love his lyrics but a lot of great imagery and uh but he talks about sort of um, you know, following tracks like through the snow and everything. Oh, okay. And it's it's um, dude. If if you give it, a, if you get a listen, I, I think you, 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 yeah. know, you might, you you might, uh, you might. I it. will. It's it's definitely. I, I don't know. I I that one and then I, um, I honestly kind of stopped with him. Having, oh, dude, you can't, yeah. you can't imagine how <clears> much fun that's, kinda, that's my favorite. That's uh, kind of that's my
1: favorite. That's a really good one. That's probably my favorite too. Um. Mm-hmm i did listen to uh when life gives you lemons you paint that shit gold i, I love that one yeah i still <sighs> had the early ones man sevens travels dude the lucy ford ep
0: some good that's ones. what's funny is like i never overly got it like yeah headshots lucy ford, oh headshots
1: is awesome <sighs> too yeah that's i gotta give a shout out to joe boo and my man time i have that. all those all the but even like
0: atmosphere it's it's funny. I don't know why I've gravitated towards the more recent ones. Yeah, that's anyways. cool, though. So, all right. What do you got now? Number four, dude. I wish I could hold this up. I
1: have another record by them, but not this one. It would be a deeper understanding by The War on Drugs. Wow. And I don't know why. I mean, their music is really kind of dreamy and spacey, so that kind of helps.
0: That, yeah, I don't know is. why
1: the fact that he uses this Lynn drum machine and it gives me such an 80s vibe like of how these drums sound. I mean, dude, when you listen to it, I guarantee, especially for someone who hasn't really listened to them, I guarantee you'd hear uh-huh. that and be like, I hear the the 80s in this. Right. And I don't
0: right. know why. OK. Um, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to add that to the list. <clears throat> well, my fifth and final album is kind of an interesting one it's not even i mean it's an album but it's such a it, i'll have to explain it so there's this nine inch nails ep i guess it's sort of an ep and it's called um still oh i and thought you were gonna
1: say fixed the broken remixes no.
0: and it came out around just after the fragile came out and it's kind of in line i think with their um Uh, What do you call it? They had the double DVD that was titled like, and all that could have been. Yeah. And this actually, this actually has a song on it uh, and all that could have been. It also has basically they did some, some studio stuff like live stripped down sort of acoustic based versions of like something I can never have the fragile, the becoming and the day the whole world went away. Interesting. So those are like four of those. And then they pulled five other songs that were, um just used but i think they were gonna partially be used in the fragile he was doing like a movie soundtrack for mark Romanic and i think part of like a few of the songs got used but then there were some leftovers mm. um but there's there's a song on there um and it is yeah it's called "In and all that could have been um and I really wish that song would have actually made the fragile because it is oh, one of my, probably it's probably one of my top 10 Nine Inch Nails songs. Like, wow. I really, really love that song. And so it's a it's like nine the albums, I think, like nine songs or something. But it's and you, you would know, like, obviously, yeah. the the other ones they did in the studio. But it's it's definitely worth checking out some, uh, you know, some of the other ones. So I I'd, I'd definitely check that out. That's Cool. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: I didn't go back to the fall episode to reference this, but I'm pretty sure one of the ones I listed in the fall was Elliot Smith, New Moon. I'm almost positive I said that. That could also be a winner album for me, but since I'm I'm going to say in the 90, 90%-ish range, sure that I use that one, I'm not going to do that. And okay. the one that I want to list is kind of, you wouldn't think of it, As a winner album, so to speak. Um, But I'll explain. So it is called Sunshine Hit Me by the Band of Bees. Or I think in the U.S. due to legal reasons, as they're called, the Bees. Oh, uh, the Bees. Oh, Yeah. And we will do them next year because our good man, I-V-E-S-T, totally turned me on to the Bees with their... Um, album, Free the Bees. Now, this album was done, I believe, before that and it was recorded in like a garden shed kind of environment. (laughs) But the beginning, dude, think about what you like about the beginning of Kid A. It's the warmth of how that Mm -hmm. keyboard comes in. And in that case, they used the synth. Um, But how it comes in and everything in its right place. Dude, this has like a similar beginning, but it's done on a Rhodes piano, which is also nice. incredibly warm and there's yeah and some of the songs have more of a warm weather vibe to them there's kind of like a reggae song in there and stuff no
0: and way. to me All that's right.
1: almost like in the winter when you're like kind of just longing to get in the sun for a little bit but then mm-hmm. a lot of the other album is really kind of spacey and i like it yeah sweet man it's a really good one Cool. i would recommend right. it the the cover has got this dude with the, like one of those lucha libre like wrestlers mask it's kind of weird it's a painting but it's cool that's, a, that's awesome
0: very cool well i think that wraps up our top 10 winter albums oh yeah everyone like we already told you let us know below what you guys think do you agree with our choices do you listen to some of these albums but maybe at different times of the year like what ones stick out to you like and, subscribing. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah is music sort of a seasonal thing for me it sort of is i just you yeah, know, there's and there's stuff that I will listen, listen to, to whenever. Listen to in the summer a lot more because yeah. I've definitely oh, yeah. s- sat, even this summer
1: sat by some fires and definitely thrown on "Wish You Were Here" late at night mm. when the stars are out. Ooh.
0: But still a
1: winter yeah. album if if I was to be yeah.
0: asked. Yes, definitely. All right, well I think that about wraps it up, Mister Grimm. What you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time to go. Okay. The Dude and the Grim.
1: Scratch oh, track is produced by the Dude and Grimm. Additional music provided by Moore and The Tims. copyright 2021, The Dude and Grim Show.